Hey y'all, it's Nisi. It's Michaela. And you are listening to or watching the Straight Like That podcast, a faith-based podcast where you get all the tea on Christ awesome. and keep it real and simple. So before we get into our episode, we first want to talk about uh, why we were gone last week, why we didn't upload. Honestly, <laughs> we just didn't feel prepared to do an episode um, and we didn't do an announcement on it next time if that happens again we'll definitely do an announcement on it but we just did not feel um prepared, prepared. yeah we didn't life feel was definitely life <laughs> yeah for sure for the both of us um <laughs> so we just thought let's just sit this one out instead of just trying to throw something together and let it not be quality and then not it let it not be like led by god for us to do it so it's crazy because I actually kind of got this topic kind of last minute, but I feel like everything just kind of fell together. So, um, especially for our um, EP back, even though it's like one missing episode, like it do feel like forever since we got behind the camera. Yeah, it does, really. but sometimes life can just catch up, and sometimes you gotta breathe. Yeah, yeah. that's what we to. did. We was definitely breathing. It's okay to take breaks sometimes, guys. Um, <laughs> but to go ahead and get into the topic of this week's episode, we're going to be talking about light and we're going to be talking about how God created light and how light is in him, how light is in Jesus. It came from Jesus, how Jesus caused us to be reflections of his light, to walk in his glory, um, to be the light of the world. So that's pretty much what we'll be talking about in today's episode. So to go ahead and just start it off uh, with the foundation, we're going to go back to the foundation uh, in Genesis. Genesis 1, 3 and 4 says, and God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. So from this verse, of course, we realize that God was the light in the beginning and that um, not only did he create light, but it came out of him because he saw the light and he saw that it was good um and then along with that we know that god was the light that he had created in the beginning because he then made light for the earth yeah so there had to be light before he made the lights inside of the firmament of the earth like the sun the moon the stars it says that he made all those lights on the fourth day but this was wasn't it the first day or second day? Anyways, in the very, very beginning, he said, <laughs> let there be light. And he was the light that lit up everything. Um, so it also says in 1 John 1, 5 that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Um, and then later on, when he makes mankind, he, he says, let us make mankind in our image. So when he says, let us make mankind in our image, he was speaking of himself, the father, but also the son, Jesus, who was there in the very beginning, who made everything. So when the father was saying, let us, meaning him and Jesus, make mankind in their image, they were already light, you know? So he was just saying, let us make mankind to be reflections of who we are, to be reflections and walk in the light that we have created. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> That's what that's pretty much like just the basis for the first topic. And was there anything you wanted to add on? Okay, so <laughs> in 
Okay, and I'm looking down on my phone because I don't never come prepared with a Bible, so I'd be having to flip trip, uh, flip trip things on my phone. So a verse um, from Acts thirteen forty seven is, for this is what the Lord has commanded us. I have made you a light for the Gentiles, that you may bring salvation to the ends of the earth. When you come to Christ, we become light. God has the salvation. We are the bearers of the light. We pro he provides the salvation, and then we walk in it by spreading the gospel and just planting those seeds in other people that can be led to Christ. Um, it's like it's not a complex complex thing to explain, but when it comes to like just explaining like our position when it comes to us coming in Christ and stuff like that, it is a very like it's an interesting topic. But when we come to Christ, we bear this new light like we're no longer in the because before we come to Christ we're in darkness like we don't know a lot we don't really we're not really put up on game like that and like blind. we're, we're just, just walking it's like a veil over our eyes yeah so it's like when we come to Christ and now we're able to get revelation on things which is why some people are able to see a lot more than other people can see which is why some people are able to get visions get dreams um, which is what some people call like deja vu and stuff like that. And, um, in terms is really just revelation. Like some people are like, Oh, well, I saw this happen before, whatever. Um, it's just different things that tie into the light that he gives us when we come to Christ. So, um, when it just says, I'm trying to pull the verse back up. So, but when it says, I have made you a light for the Gentiles that you may bring salvation to the ends of the earth. God has given, God God has provided the salvation. So when we come to him, we start the process of bearing it around the earth, which is where sharing the gospel comes in and just um, different things like that. So that's pretty much. Yeah. And along with that, like when we gain God's Holy Spirit, when light is instilled inside of us, light is illuminating, light reveals, and the spirit is also referred to as the spirit of truth, the spirit that knows all things, um, the spirit that can lead our way, that can guide our path. God, he is the lamp to our feet and the light to our path. He reveals the way that we should go, and he does that through his spirit. So when we have his Holy Spirit inside of us, it just illuminates everything around us. It gives us insight. It gives us knowledge. It gives us wisdom. It gives us understanding and revelations about certain things. So when you're walking in the light, you're able to see things differently. You're able to see things more clearly and things are not as um, blurry or confusing because the spirit of truth that knows all things, he's going to clarify some things for you. And that's what walking in the light does for you instead of walking in darkness. And then you're just like, well, I don't know which way to go. I don't know what I'm doing. And just with life in general. But when you know that when you're dwelling in Christ, that when his light abides in you, that when he abides in you, even if you're not sure about everything, because we're never going to know everything about every detail of our life. We know that we're in Christ and we know that we're on the righteous path as long as we're walking and abiding in him. Mm -hmm. And we'll also be talking about how do you know like when you're abiding in Christ? So we'll be getting on that um, a little later. And how do you know like when you're walking in the light? Although we've already kind of touched on it a little bit, but we'll go deeper into that <laughs> a little in a couple minutes. Because we never um, go in order. Yeah, we never. Y'all, we be writing these notes down, and we don't ever go in order on what we write on these notes. But um, it's just a good base for us to go off of. Foundation. 
Yeah. So, was there anything else before we get into our second topic? I feel like the first topic we pretty much just said, like, how Jesus is light, how light was made from him. It came out of him. Like, it's, it's from him. Yeah. So... Are we about to touch on our people are attracted to light though? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the second topic um, is that people are attracted to light because even from when we're really, really young, we're walking in darkness. Like we're walking in sin. Um, it's in our nature to be sinful and God has to regenerate us literally in order to give us a new nature because we were made to be in his image but that got messed up in the beginning and then we started having a sinful nature so god has to regenerate us da, da, da. but now because like while we're kind of growing up a lot of us start off really young walking in darkness and then we kind of grow up walking in darkness but then like we see the light we see the light in people. We see the light even in God's people. I know that some people have the testimony of like being around godly people and that they they see how they're living and now they want to change. Like a random verse. And it's not that my verse is out of order. I'm sorry, y'all. My phone is highlighting random verses. <laughs> and it's throwing all the difficulties. But you can continue. Okay. So, um, like, there's been testimonies of people, like, seeing the light in, in God's people and people that are on the right path of life and people who are walking with Christ. And they're like, wow, like, they see that glory on them. They see God in them. And how that can really just change that person that's experiencing that and that came into contact with that person. But that's, like, a prime example of how people can be attracted to light, but they don't necessarily want to do what it has to take in order for them to walk in the light. They love their life. They love the sin that they're in. So that's why they don't want to step out of it. You know, like they see the light. They be like, oh, that's so good. Like, I'm so proud of you. Da, da, da. I love that. Da, da, da. Like, they might you even know what you're doing. Right. They might even go as far as asking, like, dang, like, how do I do that? But then they realize the ins and outs of what walking in the light really consists of what it comes with. Then they be like, then it's mm. myself. It's like. I gotta get what this up. Was like, nah. I gotta I got a lot more life to live. Yeah. I was just talking to somebody and they kinda gave me like a little bit of what they was going through and I was telling her like what she was going through. I'm not gonna get into details because that's her business, but like I was pretty much shining light on the darkness that she was going through. I was exposing the enemy in her like at work in her life, like the doors that's open in her life, telling her like what she needs to stop doing, what needs to be closed and stuff like that. But then a lot of people, they don't want to let go of what they need to let go of in order to start walking the right path that God has set out for them, yeah. you know? And it's really hard for people to let go of certain things when they're walking in darkness. And honestly, part, part of it is because they haven't experienced what the light has to offer. They haven't experienced what God has to offer. Um, But that's also like, that's the choice that they make, you know? Yeah. So huh, I just always encourage people to make better decisions, to make wise decisions, and to always keep God in mind when making wise decisions. Because if you acknowledge him in everything that you do, he will guide your path. We were just talking about that. Acknowledge him. He will be the lamp to your feet and the light to your path. He will He will guide you right. He will lead you right. He's not going to steer you wrong. But as far as walking in the light, it's definitely... um 
hard for people to do that that love their sin that don't want to repent from it that don't have a repentant heart and a repentant mind um so yeah it's 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 hard for people to step out of it but it's not impossible yeah it's never impossible at the end of the day we were once people that was walking in darkness and we got out of that and that's what we're gonna talk about honestly too. though even what you say like we once were people i'm not gonna lie there's still some moments where i still walk in darkness mm-hmm. i feel like it's not me like oh i, I love like, like intentional. I love, you know what i'm saying but yeah. it's like there is some things because it's a continuous process you never get to a process with god where it's just like you're untouchable or yeah, you're perfect or anything like that. So it's like, I still have moments even now in my walk where it's like, sometimes I have to look back and be like, well, dang, I haven't, I haven't been walking with God this long. I'm just blessed to have the tools that he's given me to be able to share with others as I go along on this walk. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I have my moments where I really have to like ask God, search my thoughts, like, you know, know everything in me that makes me anxious. And I have to really sit back and think and be like, I'm walking in darkness. Like, God, just like, uh, it, it's Paul, he says, for what I want to do, I don't do. But what I don't want to do, I do it. So it's like, there's moments where I'm doing stuff. It's like, I know I shouldn't be doing it. Like, I don't want to do this, God. But it's just like, God, how do I get out of it? Like, show me how to get out of it. Yeah. Or like, it's some, even when God has shown me how to get out of it, it's like, it's you get this thrill. Battle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, I feel like I'll never get to a point where it's like, I'm fully like, I know I bear light. But I feel like there is some times where the darkness can kind of have a battle with the with the light. Like there's yeah. some times where the darkness like and the light, but the light you always, always wins. overcome. You That's a scripture, actually. Itself. You overcoming. So it's like I just I I try to really humble myself and just always ask for like righteous judgment and like discernment and like wisdom and all that stuff like that. Because it's like I never want to get to a place where I think I don't have any darkness in me. Yeah. Because I'm still flesh. I'm still human. And whether we like it or not, I know a lot of people are like, no, you're in Christ, so you you shouldn't be doing that anymore. And it's like from an outsider looking in, you can tell somebody what they shouldn't be doing. But it's like if they're not in a place of being able to receive that and hear that and take heed to that, it's like it's going in one ear and out the other. So it's like lay the foundation like you did. Lay the, like, you know, lay the foundation like, you know, don't do this. Don't invite this in. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. But it's like... Sometimes you really just got to be like, I told you it. I planted that seed. That's all you need to do. it's up to you if you want to keep walking in that darkness and walking in that light. Because I just, it's a, I don't know. But people are attached to light though. This is why some people, I think people confuse being a good person with bearing light. Those aren't the same two things. Just because you think you're doing good deeds and because you think you're a good person, that don't mean you bearing light. Just because you help somebody open their car door or help somebody with their groceries, that don't mean that you're bearing light. That was just a good deed. To bear light, you have to continuously walk into that light. That means treating people even when you don't want to treat them a certain type of way at that moment. Treating them a way that you know you should treat them. I'm not saying when you the way you should treat treat them is like repaying them back for how they treated you. But treating people nice even in moments where you want to strangle them and choke them out. Mm-hmm. Like you just you really have to just like it's a difference between being a good person and then you actually bearing that light. Like you can't just like, you can't like, you can't tug and pull. Like you got to either want to bear light and walk in that light or you just going to be stuck being a, doing a, being a good person, doing good deeds and stuff like that. 
which is why I think some people think like, oh, people are so attached to me. Like, oh, that person is clingy. Oh, that person like is always want to be up on me. And true, because there are some people that are like really clingy. And sometimes you have to be like, please scoot over. But sometimes when you bear a certain type of light, it's hard for people not to be attracted to you. And because they are attracted to you, it don't mean that they always admire you. Somebody could be attracted to you because they see they see you with that light. And sometimes it is admiration because it's like, I want to bear that light, but they bear it. And it's like, I want to bear that light, but they bear that light. So it's like, I'm going to conflict what they like because I don't know how to bear that light. Instead of people just like, okay, you know, I want to know this. Like, can you teach me this? Can you do this? Mm -hmm. Can you do that? They would rather come from a place of envy and just like backdooring and all that stuff like that. So people are attracted to light. But because light and darkness don't, they don't go together, the person that's walking in darkness doesn't know how to combat with your light. They don't know how to do that. So that's when they come across as envious, jealous, and like, you know, hating on everything that you do because they see you are walking in light. But and not some, everybody. Some, not, people, no, some people think of seeing your light. Everybody. They don't get envy and jealous. Mm -hmm. But some people see your light and be like, dang, how do I? Like you said, like. They want to know, like, they have yeah. that wisdom. They have that. They, they they want to like, they just have that urge to like really change. walk in it. And you can plant seeds. So I just, I think people need to realize, never think that what you're doing is going unseen. Some, you have silent admirers everywhere in your life. Even if it's one person, if it's three person, three people, any of that, like whether it's you on social media, you can have followers you don't even think paying attention to you. And they pay, paying attention to everything that you're doing. Like when you are light, you have to hold yourself to that light standard. You can't be wanting to be light, but you're still walking in the way of a good deed. It's just faith Faith without works is dead. But if you base your whole walk on works, your faith is not evident. Mm -hmm. Because faith, having faith in God produces those works. It makes you want to do that. But just because you're doing works don't mean that you got faith. Just mm -hmm. like that verse where it said, people going to be like, Lord, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name? Didn't we drive out demons and all that stuff? And the Lord going to be like, Depart from me, I never knew you because you were so busy focusing on your works. You wasn't even focused on the ground rules of spreading the gospel, planting seeds, or, or doing a none of that. relationship with me. None, none, yeah. You don't you, even you know me. You're doing the work, but you all. don't have a relationship. So it's like people, people are definitely attracted to light, which is why people, people was around Jesus, but not everybody that was around Jesus was for Jesus. Mm -hmm. They just was they they was like, okay, well, you know, we know he's driving out demons, he's doing all that. Like, you know, we we trying to get a piece of the pie. Like we trying and to get in. Still trying trying to get to, in. They still wasn't trying to like get into it. Yeah. You know, like they was they was exposed. They had that exposure yeah. from the light. Jesus was the light and he gave the exposure to everybody. Which but is not, why people were trying to persecute But not everybody wanted that. to dwell in that light. They yeah. felt that exposure on their darkness and it was like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you're doing too much. <laughs> <laughs> they felt that exposure and they was like, nah. And that actually ties into another verse, John 3.20. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. When we carry Jesus with us, when we have this light inside of us that is like brought out of us and people around us, they kind of see that, you know, like some people got spirits on them and they pick up on the light that you Everything carry. Everything is spiritual first before they it is They pick physical. up on the light that you carry, on that Jesus walks with you. When, when people's evil spirits see you, they see Jesus. 
Because he's, he dwells inside of us. And they he hated him first. So us. if they hated him and they see him. They not going to want to be around you. Because they know what you have to offer. And when you're when you're the Christian that walks in boldness. When you expose the darkness. Demons not going to want to be around you. At all. Or they if they are around you. you they trying to take you down. If they are steadily coming around you. They devising something. They trying to take you down. They trying to put their hands in your life. No. Which is why when you on your walk and you try to walk in light and you got those people around you was like, but girl, didn't you just do something a week ago? I mean, are you serious right now? <laughs> what? Like, or just like, just like on a serious note, like this is the reason why when people have new lives and they're walking in light and all that stuff like that and they're like really chasing after God, like literally walking in the light, like they not just living life off of good deeds and them thinking that they a good person they're actually like walking with light so when they walk in with light you always got that one person or that group of people who be like but you didn't used to be like that like they always want to bring up your past and and those are the people that they see the light in you but because they, they don't see understand you, it. it's conflicted what's Listen, that verse where it's no, like um, and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness comprehends it not you think i have another one Oh, that verse where it says, um, unspiritual people don't understand spiritual yes, things. Yes, that's like this. They it's don't like, understand it. Like, they don't know. <laughs> they don't know. They're not going to get you it. You to talk to a brick wall. You got to do this. You do this. Do this. Like, Jesus, this, Jesus, that. And they looking at you like, girl, who are you talking to? Because you're not talking to me. Yes. Like, But then when they get that moment of realization, that's why I feel like before I came to Christ, like, it was a lot of things people was like, Michaela. Don't do this. Do this. And I'm looking at them like, why are you telling me what to do? Yeah. But then, like, now I am a Christ. I'm like, I got the, I, I have, like, enough, like, humbleness and stuff where it's like, I really was doing that. I should have took heed to what they were saying. Right. And it's like, I think sometimes we're like, I, maybe if I did this different, I wouldn't have to go through this. But it's like, I have my moments where I'm like, I'm glad I have to go through all of that. Because it showed me what I didn't want to go through anymore and how to get through it if I ever see it pop up again. Yeah. Like, if I ever see it happen again. So it's like there are moments where people like, and there's always hope for people. Like never, never get to a place where it's like they just won't change. Because I'm telling you, a, Jesus can do the impossible. the impossible. Like there's nothing impossible for what is impossible for men is possible for him. So if you see somebody that you think can't change, you pray faith the side of a mustard seed. They gonna come yes. on down. God got them. Like so, and I was seeing this video. She was like. What people have to realize, you can't be everybody's savior. If you yeah. tell somebody something and you lay down the foundation and you, you lay down the seed, see, you let God grow. It's not your job to change them. It's not. Like, you literally have to let God be God. You're not God. Stop trying to change people. Like, yes. you can't change everybody. You're not You're not the savior of the world. You're not the one that was born in Bethlehem. Like, you're just, you're <laughs> not him. Like, like you're just know, not. Tying this back to the girl that I was talking to, like, about what she was going through and stuff. Like, how I was pretty much exposing the enemy, like, okay, like, this is what you're doing. This is how you're yeah. allowing this stuff to happen. You have to cut that out of your life, and then you have to rebuke, renounce, repent. You have to do that stuff, you yeah. know? And so I was just trying to lie. She was like, yeah, like, I get it. I told her, we need deliverance. Over deliverance. <laughs> but then again, there's no point in doing deliverance on somebody that's not willing to change. If you're going to keep inviting because the same Because it's just going to get worse in. and worse and worse. <laughs> They're going to come back seven And I, I thought for a minute, should I do a Like, should we try to do a deliverance? But I was like, I can tell right now, like, just with how things was going, she wasn't willing to change. Not judging, but 
You just know. You just know. Like it's not you like, know? oh, she not gonna change, but it's more like just you know, right now. Because when just, people say know. certain things and you be like, you understand, like because you used to be like that yeah. too. Like I know that when I said, well, I don't know if I can. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I knew that it wasn't gonna happen. So what I'm gonna do is when I get home, because they have for me, <laughs> I'm gonna pray for you, and we gonna see what God gonna do when you come back and when you see me. Because hopefully some things have changed, but when you can just tell that people aren't really in that state of receiving, just pray for them. Which we all were. I'm telling you, everybody who became a crisis has been in a state of not receiving. I, yes. When I can say in a state of state I of receiving was my favorite place to be. Like. When I wasn't in Christ, Man. that was my that was my dwelling place. I'm telling y'all now, I dwell with the Lord because I don't dwell with that no more. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like before I came to Christ, that was my dwelling place. Like I was like, girl, who are you talking to? I know everything. <laughs> I don't need you to tell me nothing. I can do what I want to do. You know, like, like God loves everybody. <laughs> he he don't care if I'm doing it. He still yeah. loves me anyways. Da, da, da. Like, and that's the main thing people love to do. You people think the gospel is saying Jesus loves you. Love, 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 love. There's things God hates. Did we forget about? His wrath as well. Did like, we forget about abomination? Like, did we <laughs> like what? But not nah, like oh, why we're on this topic? God is a good guy, but don't play. Don't play with him. He's not don't a play. punk. He cannot be mocked. Don't play in his face. Like period. <laughs> but why we on this topic? Although it's not like really on the topic of light. Don't let nobody deceive y'all and just let them paint this pretty picture of Jesus is just love of all things. Oh my gosh, yes. That is not the gospel and they're preaching to you a fake gospel that Jesus is okay with whoever you want to be, whatever you want to do. No, 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 no. He says be born again. He says be changed. You need a renewing of your mind. You need a renewing of your heart. And that's in everything, so not if a you, specific area. Period. If you know that there's just something that you should not be doing, and if you open up your Bible and it say right here, you're not supposed to be doing that. And you go on, you, God, he don't care. You're going to love me anyways. Da, da, da. Don't be just hearers of God. Be doing God loved you before you even came on this earth. Yes, that is true. But he wants you to change. And without change, it comes consequences. Major consequences. And you don't want that consequence to get on an eternal level. <laughs> you don't. So... I just had to slide that in there. No, but that's important. No, no, it, it is important. Let me think about that. Because I think some people think like, God is a God of grace and mercy. He is. But don't abuse that grace. Don't abuse If you know for a fact, if you going out and you like, oh girl, we finna go to the club, we finna buy the dance, we finna throw the woods, like we finna, we finna, get, we finna get lit. And you like, you get home, you be like, oh, God forgive me. And you just keep. Be so for real life. right now. But he has grace and mercy, but do you not see like what you like? No, you should be like, okay, God, I see I did this, I messed up, like, and then actually be a repentance for it. But if you go, you going to do the same thing that you know for a fact you shouldn't be doing, we on a weekly basis, you keep doing it. It's like, what do you even keep asking for repentance for? Because it's like you're not even putting no, you're not putting no faith, you're not putting no work, you're not putting nothing behind that repentance. So it's like you just gonna keep doing it, like. And I feel like that's why sometimes when stuff happens to us, we be like, oh, man, God was trying, God did this. And it's like all the time, the consequences that happen to people, it's not all the time because of God. It's because you didn't listen to God. If you would have listened to him, you wouldn't have had to face that consequence. But because you didn't want to listen to him, you had to face that consequence. And, and that's you why you put the judgment on God it's, because it's always he's in control of everything, but you like, have a choice. <laughs> That's like kids. They go to the park and the parent that told them three, seven million times. It's like, 
don't run up the slide. You're going to fall back and hurt yourself. And they keep running up the slide because Johnny, Jill, and Jack keep running up the slide. And it's like, okay, don't keep running up the slide. You know, I know they are doing it, but you are called to do it. Mm -hmm. You keep trying to, don't run up the slide, don't run up the slide. You run up the slide again. There you go, tumbling down down the um, slide. Now you bust your head. Now you broke something. <laughs> and then you like, then you mad at your mama. Yeah. Your mama told you don't run up there. So it's like, it's your fault. It is. Like, some people be like, when something happened, they be like, you know, the devil always tries to notice you. <laughs> Sometimes it it's you. you. It's you. It, it's you. Like, no, people want to like, and I think we we have an episode that we gonna do. Is it really the enemy? Yeah, we don't get we into it deeper. But just one thing I want to say: stop blaming everything on the devil. It's you. Mm -hmm. it, it's your fleshly nature. Let's not forget we still are flesh. So if you doing something, it's because of you. It's not because. Of, he can tempt you. It's not always the You it's have not. a choice to you make choice. at the end of he the day. He can tempt you at the end of the day. But he can't make you do he can't anything. make you do anything. He 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 can't he can't make you do anything. So let's just make you know that don't got nothing to do with the episode, but I just feel like at that moment. We to slide. <laughs> Anyways. Especially since we started the episode off like, yeah, y'all like <laughs> back to what you said about like how we can plant seeds right I don't look like we can plant seeds in our words but we can also plant seeds just in how we live our lifestyle just in our actions because just like you said people is always watching you yep. you don't know who's watching you and even like I forget which um I thought of a scripture I believe it's in one Peter or two Peter um it's pretty much saying how like how you live your life brings glory to God. Like others will see how you live your life. Others will see or hear your conversations. I think that's what it was. They'll hear your conversations and glory will be brought to God. Everything you do is being watched. Yes. Everything. It's not even a matter. I think some people be like, oh, well, they shouldn't be paying attention to me. They shouldn't be focused on me. And it's like, okay, so when you influence somebody in a good way, you want everybody to pay attention to you. But then when you're doing something bad, you're like, they shouldn't be paying attention to me. Do you want to be an influencer or not? It just don't make no sense. But hmm. currently searching for a verse, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> Cue the theme music, please. Anyways, I did have another note that I wrote down while you was talking, and I wanted to talk about like the difference between like just making light of a situation because this is also where deception can kind of creep in you make light of a situation mm -hmm. which can be deceiving or you shine light on a situation which can be exposing you if that makes sense like you that can bring sense. exposure to something or you can make it seem like oh that's all good that's all cool you doing the right thing like there's nothing that needs to be changed yeah. you know so there's a difference between making light of a situation and there's a difference between shining shining light and truth on a situation in order to expose what's hidden in yeah. order to expose the darkness that could be at work in a situation so there's definitely a difference and i think that the two can get confused when people will try to tell you okay i'm gonna use two examples the first example making light of a situation 
some as as a child of God, right? We we bear the light of Christ on us and in us. So let's say somebody comes to us and they're like, hey, like I'm dealing with this, that, and the other, and you start like asking them, well, like, hey, like what are you doing in your life? Like, what 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 fruits are you? Right, like what what's your prayer life look like? Like, is there anything you've been feeling conflicted about? Anything that you know you need to repent from? Like, what are you struggling with? Or have you been asking God for this, that, and the other? Like, just analyzing what's going on. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, I've been doing this, this, and this. And we know that's not something that they should be doing. Because it's Ma not something that we should be right. doing either, so we know. Here's where the difference comes in. On making light of a situation and shining light on the situation. When, we, when you make light of something, how that term is used is you make something bad seem good. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, you make it seem like, all oh, like, it ain't really all that much Not to that be worried about. Right. That's what I mean when I say, like, you're making light of it. So, when you try to make light of that, you be like, oh, well, you know, just just try not to do it again. You, it'll be okay. God loves you. No. That's the wrong way to go about it. When we're children that's of God. That's people's favorite term nowadays. Right. When we're children of God and when we're disciples, we're supposed to help other people become disciples. And when we bear this light. We're, we're stewards of what God has given us. When we have this knowledge, we're supposed to be using that in order to help and advance his kingdom. So let's say somebody, a second example, somebody comes up to us, same situation happens. We analyze and hey, like what's going on? Asking questions, trying to get to the root of it. They say, oh, well, I've been doing this, this, that, and the other. And they're like, well, I'm like, well, like, have you repented of it? Yeah. Like, that's what you need to do. Because leaving those doors open and stuff like that, that's allowing the enemy to come in and have work in your life. And now you're giving him permission to touch on this, to do that, to mess with this in your life. You get what I'm saying? So now you're starting to expose certain things and you're using your light. You're using the knowledge and the truth that God gives you in order to do that. So there's two different scenarios. Just because we carry the light don't mean that we going to... Be like, oh, well, it's okay. Yeah. Everything's okay. No, that's where a lot of people end up getting confused and fall into deception when, like, you're supposed to be the light. Okay, and we're supposed to share truth, too. We're supposed to walk with integrity. We're supposed to walk according to his word. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people think, well, when you walk with Christ, you're not supposed to be trying to, like, expose the darkness and i'm not saying like expose people for what they do you get what i'm saying but like um unless they're like actually like speaking fake messages and just leading people astray like that's different right that's different but like if you can tell like somebody's going through something you help them out you you actually tell them okay this is what's going on if you have the tools to help them help them if you have, if you the, have knowledge the tools to help them, use them help them Stop wasting tools. Yes. Um. So, yeah. Anything else you want to say before we wrap this up? Because I have one last thing, but it's really short. It's important to, when you are light bearers, it's important to watch what you put into you or what you invite into you. Because you could be walking in light and still be letting darkness touch you. And if you're walking in light, you can't, you can't be letting darkness touch you. Which is why Matthew 6, 22 to 23 says, The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? What you feed grows. Okay, y'all, we back. We had a technical difficulty. <laughs> Very big one. 
But um, basically what I was just saying is you have to be really careful with what you feed yourself because what you feed yourself definitely, it grows. So if you are supposed to be or trying to be walking in light, still surrounding yourself and feeding yourself with things that are of darkness, this could include you trying to walk in light, but you keep watching a show that you know good and well, it ignites things that you know you're not supposed to be feeling or like it ignites your sins or something like that. Or you listening to a song that you like, okay, this makes me feel this type of way when I listen to it. And you still listening to it and stuff like that. So just really being careful with even the people that we surround ourselves with. Some people that we surround ourselves with can like, bad company corrupts character. So if you surround yourself with people who still, um, not intentionally do it, but if you intentionally as well. But if you keep surrounding yourself by people that you know really make you do things that you know you shouldn't be walking in or doing, that can also bad company corrupts character. So just really paying attention and just watching what you feed yourself with, what you surround yourself with, what you watch, what you hear, what you speak. How the um, what is it? Life or death is in the power of the tongue. So just different things like that. You just really have to make sure that you're paying attention to what could corrupt you or what could keep touching you, which is why I. I'm going to continuously say it. When you walk in in light, you can't keep letting darkness touch you. You cannot keep allowing darkness to even have the space or the closeness to keep touching you. Because some things you can't fight off. Willingly. It, gets, yeah. it can keep getting stronger if you keep uh, allowing it and giving it a foothold. And then just a little summary. Romans 12, 2. And 1 Peter 2, 9 to 10, which are very good verses, are basically telling us, like, we're chosen. We're called into light. Like, and because we are chosen, we are chosen to do other things. We can't keep concerning ourselves with the things of the world. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So you can know what God's will is. If you're not walking in that and you're still walking in darkness, a.k.a. if you're still walking with the world, you're not going to know that and you're not going to know God's will. You're not going to be able to hear God. You're not going to be able to do any of that. So I think a good verse probably for me to end it off with is 1 John 1, 5 to 10. This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you. God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar and his word is not in us. God is darkness. I mean, excuse me. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. <laughs> God is light. God is light. We are walking in darkness. When we go to God and when we walk with Jesus, that's when we transformation purified yeah. by his blood. So he's light. So when we walk with him, that means darkness gotta it's gotta end. It's gotta be cut out because Jesus is in the business of purifying, not in the business of um covering up or what is the word that I'm looking for? I'm just gonna say messing up because I can't figure out the word that I'm looking for. But that's pretty much what I'm God is light, y'all. Please. Don't count that against me. Okay. That was a good transition, actually. Because <laughs> so, um, yeah, he definitely does call us into light. And where I wanted to end this off on was Matthew 5, 14 through 16. 
You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel and it gives light to all that are in the house. Let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father, which is in heaven. This ties into what we was talking about earlier too, with like what we do in action. Like yeah. uh, when people see what you do, like they will be able to glorify God. Like, wow, that's really awesome. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and then like another word that stuck out to me in this verse was let your light shine. We're not meant to constrain what God is working on inside of us. Yeah. You know, like it has to come out, you know, like we have to be willing to allow God work through us, to allow God shine, to shine through us um, in word and conduct and, and speech and how we treat other people, like just everything in every way that we need to let our light shine so that everyone else will be able to see it and glorify God. It's just another form of worship, honestly. Yeah. Like worship living your life for God, other people will see it. And you can lead somebody else to Christ just by how you act, just by how you talk. Like you don't even have to talk. Like they will see your good works and glorify God. Whether in work. That's how I want to be living. Like I want to live a life so good that I want to live a life like that's literally just so perfectly aligned with God's will that other people see it and be like, God is so good. Like y'all glorifying God. It's a verse that I just thought of. What 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 does it say? Oh my gosh, I just lost the whole train of thought. It's okay, bestie. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I just lost the whole train of thought. But I don't know. I think that's something that I like pray for every morning. Like, I just I don't know. I never want to get to a point where I I'm not scared of it, but I just always have that in the back of my mind. Like, I just don't never want to get to a place where I think I know everything or. Yeah that I think I can't be touched. Like, yeah. I always want to be from a place there's always room for improvement. And I want to be able to be... Now, when I say transparent, I don't mean telling everybody my business. Mm -hmm. But I do mean just being in a place where it's like, I don't come off as always being like closed off or like hard body or anything like that. Like, I want to be very open with people. I want people to be very comfortable with me. I want people to be able to see Christ in me. Like, I never want to be one of those people that are like operating out of a religious spirit where it's like do this i'm condemning you i never want to be like that like i mm -hmm. never want to be too to the point where it's just like i feel like i can do no wrong yeah. and everybody else is doing wrong like i never want to get to that point so every morning when i wake up i always pray like god give me an open heart today like who do you want me to touch today like who do you want me to be touched by like yeah who do i need to cross paths with to show me something that i didn't know or who do i need to cross paths paths with that i can show that they didn't know like just I don't I don't ever want to get to a point where I think I know everything. Yeah. I feel like when you come to Christ, your main goal is just to be like, that's the verse. It came back where Paul is like, um, I don't. Basically, what he's saying is I don't live for myself anymore. Like, oh, he works for the body. Oh when my he was gosh. talking about death is gain. Is that what you're talking about? He was like, death is gain. Yes, that's the I would verse. I would want to go up with the father. If it wasn't for the work that I'm doing here, that's pretty much what he was saying. Like he know that he was still here in order to okay. help everybody else. Galatians six, okay, is Galatians six fourteen, and then it goes all the way down to eighteen. So I, I really want to read this before we end up episode. So it says, "But I do not want to say any great things about myself. The only thing that makes me great is our Lord Jesus Christ's death on the cross." 
because of Christ, because of Christ's sacrifice on the cross, it is like I have also died. The things that belong to this world have become dead to me, and I have become dead to them. Um, and then it skips down to. Okay, so I'm not gonna skip it. It does not matter matter whether anyone has circumcised you or not. What matters what matters is that God has made you a new person. I pray that God will bless everyone who lives by that rule. I pray that God will give them peace in their minds and that he will be kind to them. I pray this for all who belong to God's true people. I want to receive no more trouble from anyone after this. The marks on my body show that I am Jesus' servant. My Christian friends, I pray that our Lord Jesus Christ will continue to be very kind to you. I pray that he will help you in your spirits. Amen. This is true. I love that verse. I, first of all, I like Paul. Paul is like my... Paul. Paul was really rapid, but I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like now, like, and I know some people probably look at me and be like, Michaela, you just be sounding so sad when you say certain stuff. But it's like, I really feel like I just, I don't like being involved with anything that has to do with the world. Like, I just, it's not my space anymore. It's like, not that, my like, space. I just be so focused on how I want to grow spiritually, like. Everything that's in the world is dead to me. Like, you know, of course, there's still some things that I'm working through and all that stuff like that. Or, like, some things that I still have to separate from that I'm still indulging in that I have to separate myself from. Yeah. But, like, I just, I don't know. Like, I just, I'm always chasing after God. Like, Yo, like, I had a moment the other day. I was like, Jesus, like, when is you coming back? Like, <laughs> I was like, please come already. Like, I feel like when you become a believer, like, when you really get deep, it's like, I can't go back. Like, there's nothing back no, there No, I'm like, not going back. And you you come, in the beginning, it's like, oh, my gosh, I don't want him it's to like, come back. Like, back. I'm so scared. Like, don't come back. And then once you get to that place of security, you're like, God, come grab me up okay, now. Okay, quick. I'm hurry. <laughs> now. But did you have anything else that you wanted to say? Um... Yes, I did. Okay, we were thinking about two different verses, two different verses. But Paul, he wrote both of them. Because um, he was written in the Bible. Yeah, girl, Paul's <laughs> on his thing. Um, this verse is in Philippians one, verse twenty-three. For I am a straight betwixt two. Sorry, y'all. This KJV version. <laughs> For he was pretty much saying like I was conflicted between two, having a desire to depart and be with Christ, meaning to die and be with Christ. Um, which is far better. Okay, he made it clear, like <laughs> he made it clear that was the better option. Nevertheless, to abide in the flesh, which is more needful for you. When he says abiding in the flesh, he not meaning his sinful desires. He means staying in his body. Okay, staying alive in the body, which is more needful for you. Okay, so this is pretty much talking about like how we're still called to help each yeah. other, to show this love and care, and, and work for each other, to serve each other in the body. Yeah. And so I did want to tie that verse into love and hate for like people, for our brothers and sisters, um, which also ties into light. <laughs> Everything is light in Christ. <laughs> so this verse is in 1 John, <laughs> Dude. <That> is, <laughs> 1 John 2 11. Well, I'm going to start at 2. Two nine. No, I'm gonna start at two eight. Again, a new commandment I write unto you, which thing is true in him and in you, because the darkness is past and the true light now shines. And he was referring to Jesus's manifestation on earth. He says, he that says he is in the light and hates his brother is in darkness even until now. He that loves his brother abides in the light, and there is no occasion of stumbling in him. 
and it's because he walks in darkness fellowship like the verse that you said in 1 john 1 um and then 1 john 2 verse 11 says but he that hates his brother is in darkness and walks in darkness and does not know where he goes because the darkness blinds his eyes how you treat people is also a part of your life as well do you have love <laughs> in your heart and we know that god is love God is love and God is light. So you can't have one without the other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you're walking in light, you got to love your brother. Yeah. If you're walking in love, you have to have that light. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you love people, you have to be walking in that light. So, yeah. Or if you claim to love people, you have to be walking in that light. So, yeah. Um, That's all I have to say. When you start walking in light, y'all, it literally just changes. Like, some, t some days I'll be really feeling like, what am I really doing with my life? But then I'd be like, oh, I'm at peace. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think people like, and this may seem like really dark. Like, I thought about it earlier. But I think I've gotten to the point where I used to be like, oh, my God. Like, I want to live life. I don't want to die. Like, I want to live forever. But now I got to the point where I'm like, if I didn't did everything that I'm supposed to do on earth, I have no problem with departing and going yeah. to be with God. And that sounds so, like, dark. But, like. But that's how the world views You know what I'm saying? Darkness. Like, I feel like. Okay, that's a whole other episode about death. But Look, we got I, like, I didn't get to the point where, like, I'm not saying, like, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, you know, speaking about death, but I'm just saying, like, I think I've gotten to the you point not, where That's not like, something that you fear no more. You know, it's not something that I'm, like, I'm not scared of anymore. Like, I'm able to, like, yeah. talk like, about. Like, of course, it makes me think of like, saying, how am I? <laughs> like... Huh. I don't even think about how y'all. I, I don't even. Have, thing. Here's the thing. I think Jesus is gonna come back before we even get to the whole old age type thing. Anyways, that's just me. I don't even think I'm gonna have to like die in like old age. Like, uh, he might come in two days. I don't know, but shoot, I'm just for like, business days, y'all. <laughs> What's that? Okay, so because I feel like every time we say something, it brings up a verse, like. <laughs> I feel like when you become in Christ, like, and I always say I feel like, because y'all, I'm telling y'all, your feelings change as well. When you go through stuff, it's like, you just, yeah. you, verses just come up that core. When you come to Christ, you start speaking like you're reading the word. Yeah. Like, you start really speaking like, oh yeah, you read the word. Yeah, <laughs> your word. But yeah. We're done, y'all. Okay, that's it. We'll catch up with y'all later. Um, Yeah. I feel like this is really good since we missed the episode. Like, I feel like. I don't know. Not we like making up for it, but like it did what it needed to do. It gave what it was. <laughs> well, just like we end off every episode, we love y'all, and we really just based off of this episode because we used to have the same slogan for every episode, but I feel yeah. like different messages for different episodes are unique. So I don't know. Just based off this episode, what we just want to leave y'all with is make sure that you walk in light. And if you don't know if you're walking in light or you don't know how to walk in light, go to Christ. Get wise counsel. Get in community with people. Like get in community with other believers, true believers, not not false prophets or anything like that. Don't listen to everybody talking about or what God just told them yeah. and all that because God ain't the people that be Test like God experience. told me He ain't told them nothing at all. I, they don't even know who they talk to. But just make sure that you get in light with people that are Christ led. Test the spirits. Um, pay attention to what fruit they're bearing, and just always make sure that you're surrounding yourself. By light and letting Christ flow through you. We love y'all. Yeah. Don't be deceived because a lot of people will say light and love and don't know what light and love is. God is not a God that he should lie. So. Remember that. <laughs> we <laughs> love y'all. <laughs>